Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Issa as host Issa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, I'm Monica Reinagel, and you are listening to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. Welcome. The recommended maximum intake for sodium is about 2,300 milligrams a day, and that's roughly one teaspoon of table salt. Most Americans eat about 3,400 milligrams per day. And you know what? That upsets the people whose job it is to worry about your health. And I'm not just talking about your mother and me. There are whole government agencies that lay awake at night worrying about your sodium intake. Their main concern is that eating a lot of salt can raise your blood pressure, and that can be quite dangerous. Now, a high-sodium diet doesn't lead to high blood pressure in everyone, and some people have high blood pressure even when they eat a very low-sodium diet. But public health policy is all about playing the numbers. The government figures that if everyone ate less salt, fewer people would develop high blood pressure, have strokes, and die, and that would be a good thing. Accordingly, they have spent the last several decades nagging consumers to reduce their sodium intake, and they've also been pestering food manufacturers to reduce the amount of sodium in processed and packaged foods. Now, I don't want to be hasty and jump to any premature conclusions But the first 50 years of this effort don't appear to have produced a whole lot of progress. To be sure, you do see a lot more reduced sodium or no-salt added options at the grocery store. Unfortunately, consumers apparently don't find reduced sodium products very enjoyable. Reducing the salt in canned vegetables or canned beans does more than just change the taste. It can also negatively affect the texture and the aroma of foods and even shorten their shelf life. For this and many other reasons, all but the most diligent and vigilant of consumers continue to exceed sodium recommendations by a wide margin. So what's the solution? When I'm coaching people on health habits or weight management, I often suggest that if something isn't working, despite multiple or extended attempts, it might make sense to try something different. And seeing as we don't seem to be making much headway on sodium reduction, it might be more effective to focus on getting people to increase their potassium intake instead. I was talking about this with Yanni Papanikolaou. He's done a ton of high-level research into how different dietary patterns are associated with overall dietary quality and various health outcomes. And he had this to say, the American Heart Association has emphasized the heart health benefits linked to meeting daily potassium recommendations. 
foods rich in potassium can blunt the effects of sodium and help to control blood pressure, which can ultimately lower your risk of stroke. The data show that your risk of dying increases by about 20% for every additional 1,000 milligrams of sodium you consume. At the same time, your risk of death decreases by about 20% for every additional 1,000 milligrams of potassium you consume. And when you take both the sodium and the potassium intake into consideration, it turns out that a high potassium intake largely offsets the effects of high sodium intake on mortality risk. And in my experience, asking people to focus on what you want them to eat more of is often more effective than having them focus on what you want them to eat less of. In terms of meeting the dietary guidelines for potassium, there's a lot of room for improvement. The recommended intake is 4,700 milligrams of potassium a day, and the average intake is only about half that much. Even the folks at the very top of the chart, the 90th percentile of intake, are only averaging about 80% of the recommended amount. So where do we get potassium? Fruits, vegetables, dairy products, beans and legumes, meat, fish, and poultry all contain potassium. And Dr. Papanicolaou notes an interesting paradox. People trying to reduce sodium often avoid canned beans, soup, and vegetables due to their sodium content, but many of these are also quite high in potassium. And he's absolutely right about that. A cup of canned white beans, for example, contains about 600 milligrams of sodium, but about 1,200 milligrams of potassium. And similarly, a cup of canned tomatoes contains 300 milligrams of sodium, but almost 600 milligrams of potassium. Now, to be sure, cooking with dried beans and fresh tomatoes has its advantages, but you cannot beat the convenience, the affordability, and the shelf life of canned beans and veggies. And as Dr. Papanicolaou points out, these foods, which are often demonized for being high in sodium, could actually help improve the potassium to sodium ratio of our diets in addition to all the other nutrients that they contribute. The current iteration of the Nutrition Facts label shows you what percentage of the daily value of both sodium and potassium a serving of that food contains, so you can take both of those figures into account when assessing how a given food might fit into your diet. Keep in mind, however, that most of the sodium in your diet is going to come from packaged foods, which usually do have a Nutrition Fact label, and prepared foods, which often don't. Potassium, on the other hand, is also found in lots of fresh foods that don't have Nutrition Facts labels, particularly fruits and vegetables. Just one more reason to get that five a day. And here's a fun fact. Users of my Nutrition GPA app are seven times more likely to get that recommended five servings of vegetables a day than the average population, and four times more likely to include a serving of legumes in their diet. The Nutrition GPA app is free, and it's available in both the Google and Apple app stores. And I've also made you a cheat sheet with some good dietary sources of potassium, and you'll find that in the show notes for today's episode. Every Stearns & Foster mattress is handcrafted with the finest materials for irresistible comfort every single night. Now, save up to $800 on select adjustable mattress sets only at StearnsAndFoster.com. Lesser savings may apply. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. It might seem that taking potassium supplements would be an answer to improving the potassium-sodium ratio of the diet, but I'm not crazy about this solution for three reasons. Reason number one, pills don't equal foods. Fresh whole foods contain a wide range of nutrients that work together to promote health. And when we take individual nutrients out of foods and put them into pills, we don't always get the same benefits as we do from eating the foods they came from. Reason number two, supplements generally don't impact dietary choices. Some of the benefit of eating more broccoli comes from the vitamins in the broccoli. The other benefit of eating more broccoli comes from the fact that we may end up eating fewer French fries. When we get our nutrients from whole foods rather than supplements, there isn't as much room on the plate for highly processed nutrient-poor foods. And reason number three, it's too easy to overdo it with supplements. Although it would be pretty difficult to get too much potassium from whole foods, it's a lot easier to get into trouble with supplements, especially if you have reduced kidney function or are taking certain medications that impair your ability to clear potassium from your blood. If your blood potassium levels get too high, it can cause weakness, arrhythmias, and even cardiac arrest. So unless your doctor has prescribed potassium supplements to correct a deficiency, I wouldn't recommend taking a potassium supplement beyond the amount that might be found in a regular multivitamin. Now, a lot of salt substitutes are made from potassium chloride salt. So would that be a good way to increase your potassium intake and cut down on sodium at the same time? Well, perhaps. A packet of salt substitute contains about 500 milligrams of potassium. That's about 10% of the daily value for potassium. But the salt that we add to our foods during cooking or at the table generally only accounts for about 25% of our sodium intake. So the amount of potassium you'd get from using a potassium-based salt substitute might not add up to a whole lot. Also, be aware that certain high blood pressure medications, specifically the potassium-sparing diuretics, are among those that can lower your potassium tolerance. So if you're on any medication, once again, check with your doctor to be sure that it's safe for you to use a potassium-based salt substitute and how much of it it's safe for you to use. Thoughts, comments, questions, send them to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or call the Nutrition Diva listener line at 443-961-6206 and your question could be featured in a future episode. If you're looking for more support for healthy weight management, 
please check out the tools and the resources at wayless.life. They include a free assessment that will help you create a personalized action plan based on your current strengths and challenges. You'll find that at wayless.life slash quiz. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Nathan Sems with script editing by Adam Cecil. Thanks also to Morgan Christensen, Holly Hutchings, Davina Tomlin, and Cameron Lacey. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.